0: welcome everybody between two wheels podcast this is tyler yonke today we went uh, formigal Huesca la Migai, magia I, I don't know how to the col de la Tourmalet, 134.7 kilometers it was a barn burner it was we expected fireworks we got explosions uh, some good some not so good but we'll break it all down right after the tour de france intro all right, massive number of people have been upgrading. yes there you go you see the great balloon that you were talking about before the race we've got yet again and a victor then goes victory to an American Andy Hampton the belt to go by he looks at the Colombian rider how are you doing straight past Santiago Patero and he's coming up to Pantani well I'm from is. a uh, those last few hundred meters as we come towards the finish of this monumental stage in arms as we start to approach the line now pantani glitches deep and accelerates and over the line is going now to win stage number 15. Sepkus, an emotional finish from durango in the usa sefkus wins Back, another edition from my office. It's Friday. I hope you guys are enjoying this. I, I had to do a show, it's this is a ridiculous um, I, I look, the, the 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 Vuelta just blew up as uh, my friend Brian or our friend, we'll call him that Brian Zimney said, This is September, S E P P two P's. And it's it's going exceptionally well, so I thought we'd uh, take a look at this one again today. Look, I was gonna just throw this video, but let's before I do that, let me um, bring up the actual standings going into. Oh, we don't want to see this yet, do we? Uh, that's that's <laughs> that's. Let me, let me remove this. I, I, look, I, it's not a surprise here. Uh, what happened? You guys probably already watched this. Or are you? In, I, I doubt this is going to be your uh, swan song as far as. What you're just finding out today. This was yesterday. Milano wins, uh, and we have the GC here. Let's take, let's take a quick look at here uh, to make sure that we're we're all well and understood to what the situation is going into today. Uh, Sepkus 26 seconds over Mark Solaire. Now, what did I tell you about Mark Solaire? I saw him struggle on stage six to hold Sepkus's wheel. He that's where he loses 40 some seconds that day. Uh, so he wasn't. Quite there, and he hasn't been the writer that you would expect of the Sepcooses. It's not like you've seen. Mark Soler gets his bona fides from one leading um, uh, Roglic or, or sorry, Pogachar. He's been done a good job of that. But other than that, he's uh, he's a stage hunter. He's a guy that's gone up there in the lead and got some good victories from that. But he's not a rider that just contends day in and day out with the top. There's there's some problems he's had, and so what do I expect from him today? I told you I expected uh, him to uh, to falter a bit. Uh, Remco Venipol in third place here at 109. He is the big threat. We all know that. Uh, puts in you know a good time trial. But what has happened to him? He won the Vuelta last year, but he then goes to the Giro this year. He was in the Giro the year before that. Let's just talk about that real quick. Um, and he was fighting and battling there with uh, Jaumeida, his teammate. And then Almeida ends up getting the better of him. I think then, and then he went the next, anyway, he's had some troubles. He's had some he looks good. And then he blows up. Uh, and so I said, coming into this um, and we saw that in the, the Giro, I mean, it's, it's too bad. I don't like to see the blow up when you have sickness, he got COVID, he got kicked out. Uh, he might've been actually able to ride well enough, even with COVID. I don't know how bad it was. Now he comes into this stage. Uh, and, and I, what did I say yesterday? I go, you're either going to see him winning, uh, I think, or, or losing like, <laughs> oh, oh tyler you're really going out a limb no i meant like losing big time so uh, i i predicted uh remco uh or um primos to be winning but you don't know how the strategy is going to be playing out so you have those guys lenny, Mar- lenny martinez is up here Roglic at 132 almeida at 216 Vinkago at 222 iusu to 225 moss 250 vlasic 314 Landa 321 already these guys are are down their way hugh carthy went now hugh's got uh, was 2020 hugh carthy was third overall in the in the jira in the vuelta i don't see that happening this year he would have to get off in a break of, of 10 minutes and then come back uh and the reason being is he lost a good amount of time with sep on that stage six as well so it's just uh it's not boding well for uh that kind of situation um Okay, so let's let's go to the highlights for today. And I don't know if you guys woke up and watched this whole thing as uh, I did. I didn't watch the whole thing. Whoops. Uh, okay, it's it's uh, it's now it's got. Let's just go through this. I, I didn't watch the whole thing. I did get up this morning, and um, this is a uh, this is went to Nate Bargatze. There we go. Uh, and and I watched most of this race today. I got up a little early, saw what was happening, and by the time I started watching it, then uh, all hell was breaking loose. So we've got a big stage here. Um, we'd have to add it to the screen and it's, uh, add to stage. There we go. Okay. Full screen, this thing up here, tourmalet. It's, it's tour de France type of stuff. So that's part also one of the issues I, I mentioned that you're not going to see, um, you're, it's a Tour de France style of race today. So you're going to see maybe Sep who's who can do tour stages over and over, those heavy duty things. That's not a problem. But with all the racing he's done this year, maybe that's going to start being a problem. Then Remco, uh, he's the one that I think is more susceptible to possibly some of this than the others. Um, so we'll we'll see. So here's the, here's the actual stage. We talked about this yesterday. It starts in Formigal. We talked about how two thousand sixteen had an issue there with uh, uh, Chris Froome. A um, little bit different today, but kind of the similar as far as starting off just right out of the blocks. You did see people warming up on the trainers there. I think that was Uchbrec or one of those guys warming up, or maybe it was Vlasop, warming up on the um, trainer. Because uh, it starts right out of the blocks, goes straight up, then comes down, then goes back up again uh, to the Bisque, uh, the Especial category. Has a little pop in there, right back down, then up to the Spandeles. Uh I think that was in last year's Tour de France. And then uh, up to Tourmalet, the big beast. They don't always finish there. You usually go over the top and finish out somewhere else. But this year, they're um, uh, they're they're finishing up to the top there. So I, it was going to be brutal. And what did I say yesterday? I didn't. I, I, the big fear is Remco destroying the kind of <laughs> Sepkus, in my opinion, or and then everyone's chasing after him, and maybe Sep gets petered out. So I was like, the best thing to do for Remco against him is to t- try to isolate him and his team. Little did I know that was going to happen right off the, the blocks. They went up this thing, and next thing you know, Jael Mida here is having trouble uh, on the back. So what does uh, uh, GM Bodeau do? They just go to the front. They start pushing hard. And next thing you know, 80-some uh, kilometers here. Here's Remco having trouble uh, as well, and his whole team is with him. So he got isolated big time right away, and evidently he was having a bad day. The word from the, all the commentators was, I mean, what do you expect? You're going one of the best guys and he's looked just fine. You haven't seen any, any problems, you know, so far. And then you see him can't even holding on to just the minimal types of riders here. That seems to be a health issue, but his team comes out and we'll probably get better confirmation later today uh, that he, they said, no, he wasn't sick. You have bad legs. You have bad legs that bad. You have bad legs to the point of, of losing What which we do here. 27 minutes uh, when you won the race last year, you know and and you're you're no slouch. Uh, world champion. So uh, former world champion must say one uh, you know the Liege. it just it seems odd. So he was having trouble. he was fighting. Uh, Meta was fighting too. Jal said he just had he didn't feel well, he was a little bit sick and he at least was with the group there and then fought his way and, and for miles on end or kilometers, whatever you want to say, he was just a minute or so behind. Um, Attila, Valter, uh, I think him, one of those guys had a, a, mechanical for jumbo. He came back. Remember I said yesterday, maybe you take off on the, on the beast here and uh, the Spandales before the beast and you, you jumbo pushes it to the point where maybe you only have four or five riders yourself, but you've narrowed everyone down. That's literally what happened, but it wasn't by them. It was just attrition. It just was a tough day. It was a warm day. I saw Seth pouring water over himself. He t- took care of himself. Always up in the front. Here you can see a picture with 55k to go. Um, you've got uh, Kelderman, Hessink, uh, then Jonas, then Sepp, then um, a Roglic, and then on their wheels, you've got Soler, you've got Ayuso, and then you have Enrique Moss. I think Rubio is in there for uh, Movie Star as well. You have uh, this is Michael Storer, um, he's up there, and then some um. At one point, you had Landa, you had Caruso trying to take off, and next thing you know, uh, Vingegaard and Sepp ku are right on their wheels. They weren't letting them go anywhere. And I, you could just tell, Sepp was just dancing on the pedals today, as they say, and it looked uh, fantastic. Uh, coming over, I think there's the Bisque uh, Special Category Climb. Michael Storer, the Australian, uh, pushed ahead with 1.5K to go. He ended up getting full points. He got a ton of points today so he moved himself up on the king of the mountains uh jersey just fine uh, i think he got the cat i think he got the spandales and the bisque because the brakes just weren't um, m- weren't materializing coming down he had separation even coming down some of these climbs at times where uh Sepp Kuss is always I, the guy rode on the front as he should be but yet it, it stayed out of trouble and uh, it was really fantastic to see uh, Honestly, then you come into this, and Hessink had been at distance. He comes back, and he sets a torrid pace at the climb. Now, it's not torrid necessarily, but it's just constant. And the the, the tourmalay is long, long climb, and then you had him and Kelderman, and then Kelderman just goes there. And, and so the big question at this point, before we get there, Michael Storer tried to kind of make a move. Before we get to, to eight kilometers to go with action finally hit off there, that's when uh, Kelderman pulled off. The question was going to be at this point. You have Jal made it out. Okay, that's he's a guy that can really cause some probably some damage. Uh, early on in the stage, you had uh, Garrett Thomas trying to go up the road. He got an early break, and then he got spit through the group. So he's he's not there to cause problems. Obviously, Remco is not there to cause a lot of problems. That's a guy you'd be worried about a lot because he's got a kick and he can just motor up these climbs. So now I'm watching this and I'm like, okay, you've got Enrique Maas. I don't think he's going to outclimb Sep. You've got Ayuso. Uh, I don't think he's going to outclimb Sep. The only riders you're worried about outclimbing Sep Kus at this point are Ving- Vingigo and Roglic. And suddenly, I'm like, I'm I, maybe it would be better for for. I'm by the way. I am specifically wanting Sepkus to win this race. That's a complete bias. If you're looking at just from team tactics, you, you take the picture of the, the, the rider and you just have a NPC, a non-player character, a blank face, you don't care, and you're using them as as you know, pawns on the board to try to get him. And with that in mind, I, I think what they did, Jumbo here, was a perfectly good thing. Now, I've also said, I Coming in here, I think Roglic is uh, firing on all cylinders. I, he did a really good time trial, uh, especially for him. I mean, he lost a little bit of time. He lost a little time to Remco, who's not really out at, at there anymore. But I also – Roglic, Roglic does better on those little punchy um, time trial type of things, as we've seen. Not so – except for um, – plunge to Belfi in 2020, but you know, the, the time trial he did, someone broke it down and they were saying for speed wise, you know, uh, certain over 50 kilometers, he hasn't been doing very well, but under that, you know, when the, the, the average speed is lower, that's when he gets his great time trial results. And this was an over 50 kilometer, uh, an hour time trial that he did. So he kind of over, overshot himself as far as great, great, great uh, performance. I think he's riding well. I think Sepp is obviously, Sepp is saying, I, f- I feel better than I have in the Giro and the Tour. We saw what he did there. Now, Vingegaard, you saw what he did in the time trial at the Tour de France. He's not where he was then. And I could, you can tell also on the climbs, he had to fight back up on stage six to get back up to, uh, to Roglic. So he's just not quite there. And then we're watching him today. Eight kilometers to go. Uh, Jonas attacks. And um, right away on his wheel is Ayuso. And then with him is Enric Moss. Now, I, I was texting with Chris and Kurt this morning. Kurt wasn't responding, but uh, Chris did. And I'm like, I don't think Soler is looking good. You can tell he was bobbling a bit, having a little bit of trouble. Like Lenny Martinez was up there in this group for FDJ. And he kept winning in and out. So he didn't have as great a day. 20-year-old, no big deal. Uh, so up the road goes um, Vingago. He attacks. Ayuso gets on his wheel. Uh, Sepp Kous follows quickly <clears throat> with some others, with uh, Enric Moss. At 7.2, they brought him back, and then it kind of all just re, uh, came together. Uh, but during that time, you also saw, uh, uh, so like I said, Soler was having some issues. 7.2, Vingigo takes off again, and this time he's not going to be seen at all. So he he immediately is up the road. And, and then the, the thing we have behind is... The the situation. This is where I'm like, okay, I wish Remco was here. At least you had pull. I, I I you want them to chase, but I also don't want Vink to go to go up the road and get uh you know because you you don't want I didn't want him to go up the road get a bunch of time and threaten Sepkus. So from Sepkus's p- p- point of view, who looked snappy and very good today, you're like, oh look, the race is going up the road. Um, I feel really good, but I can't go up there because I might just drag everybody along. So you've got to play this tactical game. And now the person playing the same tactical game is Roglic. And he, once again, he's looking good. Now, as this whole thing plays out, I think this was the strategy to use. And I'll, and I'll explain why in a, in a tad bit. Um, so Enric Moss tries to go up the road. Sep goes with him. Then Sep goes over the top, actually, and attacks. It didn't look super good because they were trying to pull everyone back. Ayusu, Kian uh, Uchbrek was also pulling there for BA, uh, Bora. Uh, Roglic did the team thing, never got on the front, didn't have a problem. So they bring Sep back. And um, so then, then it's just a, a weird thing. It's, it's them sitting across the road, and the time gap is going 30, 40, up to Vingigo, 50 seconds. I don't know if I h- saw it hit a minute, but it was right at 59 at one point. And I'm less like, I, I mean, next thing you know, he's going to have the yellow jersey, in his or the, the red jersey, and we're going to be sitting in a, in a situation where we're not looking so great. What was interesting, though, is uh, then there was some splitting up here. Enrique Moss, they're like sitting up. Uchebrek is trying to pull. Ayuso's is trying to pull. Moss is trying to pull, but they were kind of going at these hard paces where they weren't just, I mean, this is where Jal actually would have come in to help a lot for his team today if he was feeling well, because he is just a diesel and he will get on the front and, and, or wherever he's at, sometimes it's off the back, then it's back up at the front. I've seen him go from getting dropped to almost winning a stage uh, like at the, it was the Giro, the tour, I mean, where he just like brrr, blows through and he, he just has his pace. He wasn't able to do that today, but that would have been somewhat helpful. Uh, you saw Landon getting dropped here and then at 1.2 kilometers to go of where v- Jonas is. Look at this 58 seconds to go here. Uh, Sepkus probably one and a half kilometers out because he's a few behind uh, a little bit more. He tries to, and we'll just play this a little bit here. He tries to attack up the side. He hits a spectator. And um, here we go. So let's go here. He comes from way back. He just flies up. He sees this spectator who's dicking around on the side there. I think he shoulders him, gets him out of the way, then has to re-kick again, and and he's gone as well. He does a nice job getting a distance. Up the road, though, you got Vingigo. He because it gets real steep in the last two kilometers. Vingigo uh, comes across the line, three hours, 51 minutes, and nine seconds for a victory. But shortly thereafter is Sepp Kuss. Remember, when he attacked there, he was at 58, 59 seconds. He closes all the way down inside around 20-some, uh, what are we, 22 seconds here. He comes across the line right at the, the 30 mark uh, inside that. But then right behind him is Roglic. So Roglic ends up uh, jumping out from that back group. The problem you see there, though, is with just a few more seconds behind is Ayuso, uh, Uchbrek, and uh, Enrique Moss. Uh, this is a cute little scene at the end there. Um, Sepp Coos finally gets to play with the big boys. He's giving a big hug to Jonas. Jonas, and then uh, also comes up behind him is, uh, excuse me, is, is Roglic. And they all do a little bit of a hug. Uh, coming in a little bit later, uh, what do we have here? Let's see if there's a time clock. Um, uh, 108, it looks like, Mark Soler. So he loses some time. We'll break that whole thing down. And uh, Mita comes in later, uh, along with Lenny Martinez. In 27 minutes is Remco Evenepoel for on the day. There you go. Jonas Vingegaard wins it. And 30 seconds back is Sepp Kuss. There were some time bonuses uh, taking place. That's why it's 30. Then he gets uh, three seconds. uh does on Roglic. Uh, back 33. 38. So Uchebrek at 38. <clears> onrik <throat> Moss, 40. 115. Land at 212. Vlasov. Kras <laughs> for... Um, Total energy, uh, 232, and Mark Soler losing 308. So about two and a half minutes on Sepp Kuss. and And uh, here's, let's see if we can, look, Sep look, look, very happy. 137 now over Roglic, who bopped up into uh, second play, or stayed in uh, ahead of uh, Vinigo, but moved into second. Vinigo at 144, Iosu 237. So one, two, and three for Jumbo. I uh, also, by the way, he speaks English very well. He uh, grew up, well, first six years, I think, of his life in Florida. So when you hear him talk, he, he barely has a, a Spanish accent. Uh, he's a young guy as well. <clears throat> Pretty impressive. Uh, Moss, Soler, Landa, Vlasa, Buchbreck, and Jalmida came in, um, still holding in the top 10. So you still have three UAD. You still have three Jumbo <laughs> there, There's how many one, two, and three. Uh, good smattering of Spanish guys here in the middle. So Soler, Landa, uh, Moss, Ayuso, uh, Vlasov. They don't put a flag up because he's from Russia, and we're not allowed to let people know they're from Russia right now. It's is so stupid. Uchebrek, uh, Bora, and uh, Jalimita for EUAD uh, Portugal. Sep Kous, looking really good. Okay, let's take that out. Let's go now to uh, – let's go to the actual results and we'll, uh, today, and we'll, we'll break these down just a little bit more and then I'll give you my opinion of what I thought happened here. So, I'm um, just put it in the wrong spot. Uh, so having Vingago bothered me, right? When he takes up the road, I was a little bit concerned about him going up the road, taking so much time from Sepkus and and this is the battle you're going to see here now, right? And, and I get the picture, now, after the stage, uh, and you watch the the, the interview with um, Vingigo. He was very emotional. It's his daughter's birthday. And he dedicated the win to his daughter. He wanted to have this win for his daughter. And so he wanted to have the wind today. He took off at eight kilometers to go. And then we stuck it in there. And he did a good solid climb all the way to the finish. I mean, that's was, that was nothing to uh, shake a stick at. Um, it was much more difficult for him being solo than all the others. It was interesting to see Sepp Koos taking 30 seconds from him in a, in a kilometer and a half right? I mean, that's pretty good. Now, everybody came back to him in a sense. Also interesting how you can't fight the feeling of wanting to get away. Look at the distance that Sepp got over the the guys behind him, which was Enric Moss and Ayuso Uchebrek, as an example. Uh, Not to to Roglic, but to those ones. There's like, what, eight seconds there, and actually that included the time bonus, so it might have been around 10 seconds or a little bit more. Um, the, The problem you have there is that I think Roglic couldn't get away from them. And he ended up being a carrot for them to glom to. I, I just, I mean, I understand what he wants to do here, but at some point he pulled those guys along. He pulled them along more than Sep pulled along. And you, there, you kind of missed it here, but there was a point you can see uh, Roglic attacking it. It's just inside a kilometer. So for that last kilometer, about 800 meters or so, Roglic was pulling uh, that carrot, the the rabbit up ahead of them uh, for the guys behind. I don't know if that's such a great move, but he can't help it. Cause I think this, it's gotta be a little bit frustrating for Roglic too. He comes into this. He's probably like, look, I am the man. Okay, maybe I have to fight with Jonas, but Jonas just came off of the tour. He hasn't been racing so much. I won the Giro, but yet I've been like preparing for this a lot more. Matter of fact, I I don't even think he did um, world championships. Did he? I don't know if he did it in the road race. I want to say no, because I think he was handing bottles off to um, to uh, Pogachar. So he even didn't do that. And he's um, kind of just, this is his race. So he's stuck in this place of now being behind Sep. It's his teammate. He can't chase. But Sepp's in that place, too, with Vingago up the road today. But I think if Roglic had gone up, so the, the whole idea was Vingago attacks. That was the plan, they said. And then um, see how that, now what it did is it made the other riders chase uh, Vingago, and especially him more than Roglic, I would imagine, because well, all of them are their time they're, they're getting um, threatened. Their positions are getting threatened here, and so Vingago is further far enough out, where 225 or so, where he was starting to he was threatening those other top guys' positions, maybe more than the others. So they did feel that they had to work. Plus, I just don't think he's as strong as Sepp Kuss or Roglic. So if Roglic had taken off, he might have gotten in the red jersey today. I mean the way that they were having to play the game be, from behind, they didn't. So vinga go go up there. That's perfectly fine. It doesn't necessarily. They have the team has more. To, to that. Now they're bunched up closer, but all together, and they're looking dominant to the point where you're going. <clears throat> is this going to be a one, two, three? That'd be great. What'll be interesting the most though is is let's say Sepp comes through this and he's just riding. He's feels good. He doesn't really have bad days. Then there is literally no need for. Um, jumbo guys to be attacking the reason vingago attacked supposedly today was to draw the other rider that was think about it he takes off at eight kilometers to go and now you've got moss uchibrek um uh, who else was up there uh, moss uh oh, oh, ioso they all are having to do work to try to get this guy back and in, in the end it fatigued them then Sep can hit him with a hammer and go they still had good times but he's still got he's got a bigger gap on them obviously than to his own teammates what, why would you do that tomorrow? There's no one, goes in third place. There's no one for him to attack. And do they chase third place? Does Amos chase that down? So at this point, it will be very interesting to see how this team plays this. And if their egos could withstand it, if they're gonna have this infighting. I, I technically, uh, I would say, you know, if, if you're jumbo, what's the point? You don't, unless one of those other guys is going up the road, then maybe you're going with them. But you are not going to be doing what you did today. There would be no need to do that. And so that will be a fantastic thing for them going forward, at least for us to uh, to see if that's going to be the case. Okay, here we are. Like we said, uh, we'll do this little thing where it breaks it down on the GC. So we've got three, three stage wins by Jumbo, three different winners. And I think it's, I hope it's a, a little bit of a, a scenario of things to come, which you're going to see uh, three grand tour from jumbo all with different winners probably i i just want to see sep win that's that's my goal here okay sep kus he's in the lead there we can see that he lost uh five or he gained five seconds uh on roguelich uh lost 38 to um bingigo and obviously put a hell of a bunch of time into everybody else the biggest one being uh remco eventable who drops uh, way down into the 27 minute range 28 minute range let's see if we can actually find him where is he at here there he goes. He loses uh, 16 places on the day. Pretty, uh, pretty devastating. Um, and with that, you see Solaire down here now at 310. That's uh, th- this is bonus here. I mean, you're got I none of these guys, I-, I think, are going to be out uh, They don't have the, the ability to go long and kill you like uh, Remco does. So I think for the most part, you know, Sep and um, his whole team is, is looking uh, really pretty good. Uh points doesn't change. KOM does though. So Vingago takes the lead, 36 points. So they'll be in the red and the polka dot jersey tomorrow. SEP though, 27 points still in here. Michael store. he's at 25. And you're probably gonna see him starting to do some attacking here. And the youth jersey goes to Ayuso, fully his this time. Uchabrek, big big revelation here. He's maybe the next Remco. Um, I mean they've been talking about him. Great race today for him. Uh tomorrow got the Saturday race. It looks bad. I mean this is another tarf, tough day. Uh, a cat HC HC and then a cat one climb over the top here up to uh, Lara Belugia. and it will be interesting to see with um, today's race, how it all shaped out, how w- with the weekend coming up, uh, if this is even going to be a, a contested race among the GC. I think this may be one where you're going to have a breakaway, get up the road, uh, maybe a Dombrowski style, maybe Larry Warbass, at least as far as Americans go, uh, maybe Michael Storr trying to do something with his King of the Mountain jerseys, uh, maybe Remco if he comes back, or Meda. and if you see a Meda as an example, who's in 10th place now at eight minutes back, uh, makes a break and gets up in the move, that may shake enough things up though with the front group where us, like, da, da, da. we're not letting that happen. Remco, he may go up there and <laughs> win this thing uh, outright. Uh, Victor says, Sepkus, Mountain Jersey, uh, and Red Jersey. Possibly, but I, I think the trouble you're going to have is unless he, unless it really shows that he is just the most exceptional rider out here, uh, um, Jumbo is going to be starting to share victories. That's what's going to happen. And I don't know if Sepkus just being in the Red Jersey – um, is going to give that to him. It's not like the good old days you see with the, the Jumbo at the Tour, the Giro, where they line everything up, and then one guy just goes off. This is a trio. This is the Holy Trinity, folks. Um, it's just a little bit different. Luckily, they have Kelderman, um, a, a, their whole team here. What's, what's it Tantric? Tran- I'm going to go to... Uh, let's see if I can find it here. Who are we at? We're not going to do it right now. Kelderman... Hesink, Attila, um, who else is in there? Um, Tantric, Trantic, Trantic, what is his name? I can't remember how to say his name. Uh, it's, it's a solid team, but you're basically having three guys and now five guys only to work for him. I think they need to turn jo- Jonas into a worker. Uh, that's, that's what should have happened today. I mean, today he, he attacked fine tomorrow. If the scenario plays out and you've got Hesink and then Kelderman is the last one, and you've got eight kilometers to go. Jonas, you I'm sorry, you're in third place. Start spinning your wheels here and let's see what you can do to make sure that we're protected and we're not going to be attacked from all sides. Just uh, the, the, the reality of the situation. But anyway, here's what we have tomorrow. Um, it's a decent rate. Uh, let's see if we can see this last climb. It's 9.4 at 6.3. It levels off the last two kilometers here. It's, it goes to green from red, uh, blue, red, black, blue. So it starts off okay. Hits a peach, pitch here in the nines. Then it's in the eights. A little dip in the fives, percents here, up to seven again and then levels off about 2% before we come over to the finish. So it's not an extraordinarily difficult uh, climb, but if you're having a bad day, anything's possible. So that's what we have going tomorrow. And then <clears throat> Sunday, I see this as a breakaway day. it, it just, we're coming in. We, we've got the next week going up. Once again, you, you've split this. If this was tighter, you might not see that as much, like you saw at the tour, but um, we'll. it'll be super interesting to see uh, how the, parties play this i see this as another breakaway day and then you got the monday break and then tuesday once again kind of similar to what was that stage uh, 11 and um i could see that as a break too with those climbers uh, you know someone trying to hopefully get there up the road but then here the Lu. this is where uh, uh, Lu is going to be interesting one uh, is sep uh, if he's still feeling good this is a great day for him to at least Uh, solidify even more. I mean, if you come through the Angrelou and that's on Wednesday and you haven't lost anything to um, any any of your rivals, if not even gained, then you've got one more day here, uh, which is another, (laughs) this race is ridiculous. Uh, So Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then Saturday, this then to me, once again, we've got, we counted these up uh, 10 category three climbs. uh, Looks brutal uh, all in all. Uh, Last thing I'll say is, if you want Fox & Sons coffee, go to foxandsons.com, put in the re- code REVIEW, receive 15% off uh, yeah, orders of $25 or more, and drink coffee and enjoy them with me. That's all we have for today, folks. I hope you have a good weekend. Um, Sepkus, uh I, I, I'm a fanboy. I can't help it. Uh, and so it's going to be difficult for me to try to be, uh, I'm trying to be objective on this uh, as far as everything plays in. But once again, it'll be interesting. I I mean, the team has got to it, now. Let's back up one more thing. Talk about Team Jumbo, and their do they would they prefer from a marketing standpoint? Because this has gone into play over and over with tour with races. The, the sponsor wants someone to win. Greg LeMond. This happened famously with them in uh, what '86 when he battled out with uh, Bernardino. No, you know, certain people maybe the owners want a certain rider to be winning. It seems like to me except doesn't fumble it that the team would want him to win for a few reasons one rewarding him for, if this isn't a guy that's that's been there like mark soler who's caused problems you watch the netflix documentary and you're like oh this guy yeah he's a pain in the ass um he's causing problems uh he seems to want it all for himself i think it was uh kelderman or hessink was i saw in an interview with him and he's like this is he's like we want i want Sup to win he's like this is a guy who has never asked to be the team leader on any of these smaller races, or insisted that they happen. He's like everyone else would have done it well before him, and he he hasn't done it. So I think the team is just like now. Is Jonas and Roglic feeling this way? Uh, I think Jonas feels this way because I, 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 I'm just trying to read his interviews. Uh, sep has said both of them are helping him the interviews with roglitch though are more interesting you know he he makes little jokes not jabs at sep but you know little jokes kind of like oh we, we couldn't ever win a tour without sep now i don't know if that's just his mentality i've heard sep talk about that in the team about the team bus that roglitch is just a a firecracker of a joker all the time so maybe that's the case and we're just reading into things but you know ro- I, the team is there to pounce so you put one thing wrong that team was going to know it probably before your rivals and, <laughs> and with that in mind they may they may try to take you out um you know if it's if, <laughs> if it's a situation where you if subs faltering and the team sees that there's like roguelich uh you know he may he may take on dig in there so who knows i'm i've been uh, i've been enjoying it um the question, I guess, then is, can anybody from that group, that front group, do any damage? Can they Can they do anything? Can they break into this thing and 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 even tip the top three? Or is it going to be a one, two, three? Have you ever heard of a one, two, three from one team winning a Grand Tour? Now the questions are going to come about, oh, is this a doping situation? You look at Mape back in the day where they would sweep like Perry Robay, one, two, three. I think the difference, let's just assume not because Sep is <laughs> in the lead and it would say something – I mean, you just had this this, this perfect shitstorm of uh, th- good things to happen in a sense, which is Roglic does the Giro. He wins it. He looks good. Um, then he has plenty of time to prep for the tour, uh, for, the, for the Vuelta. Jonas comes in and wins the tour and has enough time because they had world championships in between. Remember, world championships is usually after the Vuelta. He has time to prep for this and he's not quite on top form. Then you have Sep for some god ungodly reason. He's just firing on all cylinders. Remco blows himself out today. Jiaal blows himself out today. Uh Garrett Thomas crashes, you know, a bunch of times and he'd blown out as well. So now you've got literally typically if, if it would, you know, Sepp was hadn't have gotten that front stage and gotten that win, he wouldn't even be in this mix because he'd be like, oh, sweet, I'm just doing my work. So he's put himself into there by them allowing a 40-man break to get up the road and for him to just easily win, I say easily, but, you know, come on paper, uh, winning stage six. And so now you're in a situation where it looks super dominant, but you've got two of the best riders in the world, Roglic and Vingigo, in this race, riding well and motivated. Uh, and then you've just got Sepp Kuss, who's put in this situation and you don't think he's motivated now. There's no one that is more motivated in this race than Sep because of the situation that he's been in. And so, uh, you know, God feared, uh, God forbid anything bad happens, but, um, that's, that's the place we're at right now. So, uh, once again, it'll be interesting to see if anything else comes of that. That is all we have for today, folks. Appreciate you coming in, hanging out with me. Hope you have a good weekend and until tomorrow. Hope the, may, may the force be with you? I don't know. May something be with you, Sep- September. Mm-hmm.